Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Experience the unconventional, Even the unpredictable, What's and the completely unorthodox exactly. with Rule Free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Not written by Barry Manlow, but that sounded like Meatloaf. It was. It, well, Meatloaf did it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you that. Um, but I, it was on my Barry Manilow greatest hits. No, I I got, the way you were singing it, okay, sweating, sounded like Meatloaf. I'm a very versatile. <laughs> James should have me on his on music Thursday, yeah. half hour Thursday. Um, because, you know, the guy tonight was great, but normally they're awful. And it really kills the vibe for my show. Amy can't agree, but mm, normally they're awful. But if he got me in as my own warm-up act, that would be awesome. Oh, three, I feel good. Ooh, no, none of that. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. We haven't got any calls on the switchboard. We're just going to wait. Let's just wait. We're just going to wait for the first... Call to come through. Can you believe the boss of Wireless phoned me up yesterday telling me how much he loved me? Can you believe that? Had he heard you sing? No, he hadn't. I'm pushing the limits. Pushing the limits of what's acceptable 
on see, the wireless. See if his love is conditional. Uh, we're going to take we're going to take some calls straight to air just to get the vibe going. Okay, so oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Please don't phone up. I mean, if you want to phone up and congratulate me for my singing, then please do. Uh, but I'd rather that you didn't. I, I think it uh, um, it I, would I be unfair on the listener. Shouldn't encourage him. It really. would shouldn't really encourage. If you had if you if it's an overwhelming compulsion, I'm powerless to stop. I'm powerless <laughs> to stop. But um, here we go. Here's here's a here's a call. Let's just see. Let's, I hope, hope they're not phoned up to big me up too much. Line one, you're on the wireless. Congratulations, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. I, I did say, please don't phone up and say that, but um, she did. Um, <laughs> 0344 I'm going to take the first few calls straight to air. Um, because I'm going to be honest, I have very, very little to bring to the party tonight. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Love that song that you just sang. Thank you very much indeed, caller. Before I did say don't. Line three. You're on the wireless. Hello. I want to talk about Piccadilly Circus. The band? No, the, the level in the game. Oh, for goodness sakes. What is going on with these people? Let's try line four. Four, you're on the wireless. I just wanted to say that singing was absolutely <gasps> fantastic. I've not heard anything so good since Nigel. Thank it, you. It, you're a credit to the industry. Thank you very much indeed. But please, guys, please, 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 please. Just calm it down a bit. Amy, you can start taking the phone calls now. Um, 0344 I know what that caller was uh, on about, the Piccadilly Circus level in Call of Duty. Uh, it, ain't, it ain't nice. No. It ain't nice. Um, it's, I just, I don't really know where to go. Did you hear that? Yes. I, I spoke louder hoping you wouldn't hear it. If you're on DAB, you'll have heard something outrageous. The thing is, you, you rose out of your seat at the same time. We had I? a curry for tea. <laughs> now we're having it again. We had a curry for us tea. I'm feeling a bit stir-crazy today. I've still got these builders in. They've been there for, like, weeks. They're claiming they will finish the bathroom tomorrow, but then they have to come back in, like, ten days' time to do the ensuite. And it's like, just can you just do it and go now, please? It's nice having you guys there, but I would like to not have you guys there. I want to hang out with my cats. I've got to clean the place because it's filthy. Might get a Christmas tree this weekend. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you, dear listener. Have you ever been dogging? Catherine, tell them about the rather naughty show we were just watching. Oh, I think it's a classic. I think has it been on? Has it been on a yeah, while ago? The first time it was on it was years ago. This was on. We had a look on all four, fittingly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, All fours. And uh, in the documentary section, there was the, I think it's called, what is it called? The Secret Life of Doggers? Yes. The secret, dogging Tales. Dogging Tales, yep. that's right. And it was every bit as romantic as you would expect. Um, uh, lots of rather bored-looking women. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you could tell, even though they were all wearing these animal kind of masks. very elaborate animal masks, yeah. Here's the thing. Um... Most of the doggers look like I imagine them to look like. Although, you know, that woman who, who had anorexia... Who had had, Who had, yeah. had had it in the past, yes. That's a fine... That's a fine-looking... She, she, she had a good body. I don't think that was her real hair. <laughs> I don't think that was her hair. I don't think that was and her I real And I don't breast. think that was adequate outdoor attire. She but, looked freezing. But it, uh, it, it, what I'm trying to say is... Hey, listen, guys. I, who, who am I to talk? I've, I have a past, and I, hopefully I'll have a future at some point. But 
the, the dogging. It's one thing. It's my real fear is that um, I park up in a lay-by for a doze. Or, uh, and, or, or I used to, like, go in... Um, and just sort of being near woods at night. There's nothing weird or per- no, no, nothing weird or pervy. But sometimes when I was doing late night radio, I'd just drive home and just you know, if I didn't want to go home because I was in a relationship that wasn't particularly working, I'd go and sort of be, be near the woods. It sounds really pervy. And it was always my great fear that I'd doze off and I'd wake up and there'd be a penis pushed up against <laughs> my my thing because it's it, it of all the things I'm into and I'm into a lot. It just looks damp. What's the guy saying that they? They, some of them, this can't be true. Some of them stick twigs up their bums. Oh, my God. That was the bloke who'd been protesting about the um, use of his local woodland um, and how the doggers had kind of started Mm. making little clearings and leaving mess. You can imagine what kind of mess they left. And he said that some of them had started shaping the trees into... Well, and sticking them up their... And we said, no, that can't be a thing. And then there was a picture of a man being apprehended in the said woods with no clothes on. He had had stripped off and had handcuffed himself to a tree, put a bag over his head. Had a note, didn't he? And the note said, please abuse me. Just don't take the bag off. Don't take the bag off. Again, you know, the whole BDSM thing, I get it. I get it. It's a little bit of fun, a little bit of role play, a little bit of sub... I get it. It's fun. But how... Outside in the cold in the woods, chained to a tree with a bag over your head. Yeah. If you've done it, like right. a dog waiting outside Tesco's. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Mitch. One voice singing in the darkness. All it takes is one voice. Singing so they hear what's on your mind And when you look around you'll find There's more than one, one voice. voice Singing in the dark Joining with your one voice Each and every note of the rock And to join the fears of life There's only one voice Which started on its own We need just one voice Faith unknown And then that one voice Which started on its own We need just one Thank you very much indeed, Mitch. There, celebrating the magic of Barry Manilow's one voice. An excellent singer there. Uh, thank just, you. Just one. Thank you. Oh, okay, voice. that was that was uh, Barry Manilow. So effing good. He's so effing good. There is the master of the key change. Oh, one song. I'm sure I had one song that had four key changes in it. What is it about a key change that's so rousing? Oh, they've done studies into it, isn't it? It, it, it releases endorphins. I bet. It's, it's the moments of tension in music and then releases and it's endorphins. It's all of that stuff. But Manolo is so freaking good. Because so, I was into Manolo... And it explains a lot when I was like 13, 14, 15. I remember buying Barry Manilow stuff. Buying, I bought a VHS of him live at the Royal Albert Hall in about 77, where he's got this pink suit on and stuff. But the, the press over here were especially mean to him. Concord, 
was he was yeah. referred to as Concord. I remember Kenny Everett doing a sketch where he was at the piano and his nose was just getting bigger and bigger. Okay. And he did end up be, being the nose of the Concord yeah. and he was like smashing things. And... Here's a question tying in with yesterday. Could you class that as anti-Semitic? No. No. Uh, because it wasn't a caricature of... There's a hint of... He's Jewish. Yeah. Um, uh, there, a he's number... always made fun of his own nose, hasn't he? But 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 often when people are bullied, yeah, I guess they they but join also in with Barbara the bullying. Barbara Streisand refused to change her nose, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, uh, there is there is genetically with some Jews, not all, they have a bigger nose. Same with Italians, that kind of Roman nose. But the big the, the big the hook nose has become an anti-Semitic trope. Yeah, but you that's know, if you want I would a caricature, say... we talked yesterday um, uh, about Alec Guinness. I think it was in the first Oliver Twist film, who had an extraordinarily large prosthetic nose built to indicate, you know, Jewishness. Yeah, but he had the whole image, didn't he? Yeah, the little... I just wonder if there's something there. But also. Barry Manilow's so freaking good. He's so good. I bought the I bought a greatest hits double CD that I used to have when I was a teenager on cassette. And I got it for £1.56 at Amazon. And I was listening to Disc One today. Every one of those was just an absolute belter. And I don't think he's a particularly good singer. Oh. He's got passion and he's got power and he's got pizzazz and he's got, he can perform. I think he's got a nice tone. I think he's got a really nice tone. I think tone. he's a little nasal. Maybe a But tad. I also don't think Neil Diamond's a great singer, but it's the, the, the performance transcends yeah. the technical singing but ability. I really like Barry Manilow's, like you say, slightly nasal, but it's a really clear tone yeah. and it's almost musical theatre. Yeah. Like Mitch singing there. Yeah, yeah. Almost musical theatre, but still. And Mitch was terrible. Pop I, mean, really, I thought Mitch was very I good. I thought he was awful. I thought he was wow. embarrassed himself there. That's why I chipped in to help him out a little bit because he was really embarrassing himself. Yeah. Um, just think, all the other stations are talking about um, uh, Jeremy Corbyn not knowing when uh, the Queen's speech is and, and, and Boris Johnson, you know, being, in, being silly at NATO. We're discussing the merits of Barry Manilow. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 I feel very laid back today. I'll tell you how I feel. I'm feeling a little bit better in terms of mental health. Not, not great, but I did 25 minutes of housework today. 25 minutes, which I found exhausting, um, satisfying, um, 
Um, but after after that, I was just shattered, and I had to go and watch um, a bit of The Irishman. More on that later on. What a terrible film! Um, and uh, but that was that was a big achievement for me. The last few days, last week or so, I've not even I've been struggling to get out of bed. So to to do twenty five minutes of housework, and it was just breaking up some cardboard boxes, tidying up that the office where the, the workmen have got all of their their stuff. And um, Saturday, I'm going to give it all a good dust and all of that. So I'm feeling a little bit like I do after I've had a migraine, where I feel a bit, a sense, slight sense of relief, but also just a feeling of, of kind of numbness, like I'm wrapped in bubble wrap. And I can see everything, but I can't quite feel anything. Yeah, I can't quite feel... I feel a bit disconnected, a little bit disconnected. And so tonight's show, we're just going to see how it goes. Can I say something? Um, let me think. Hang on. David? What? Can, Ca oh. can Catherine say something? Yeah, of course you can. Free there you Thank you. Did you call her sweetheart? I said it's a free country. OK. Oh. Thanks, lover. Go on then, Catherine. Um, I think your eyes have gone back to normal. What, what does that mean? You know, like on the day when you felt really terrible and you said your eyes were all dry and they weren't quite... Right, like sort of empty and yeah, a bit dead, dead before, dead. and they seem to have got, come back a bit. There's something going on. There's a little, a little shifticle. Yeah, but let's not place. mention it because I don't want to scare it off. Ooh, David! Bad news. Well, go on, go on. What's happened? You split up with your missus? I've not got a missus. Okay, well, well you, you split up with your baby mummy. No, enough of that. I'm, oh, blimey. I'm back. Well, I got arrested. You're by? I got arrested. Oh. Uh-oh. What, um, what happened here? Long story, if you want it. Not really, but the only other call we've got is Rainbow George. Isn't that right, George? Yeah. So, um, so, so carry on. Walking home from the meeting that I have with my paranormal mates. What? And what? um, what's the what? name of the group? Rather than medium, I can't even move around. I'm too rim. It was it was Rotherham Institution of mediums. Independent now. Independent mediums. Rotherham Independent mediums. Rim. Rims. Yeah, yeah. Rim is ah right. Don't have to be crude about it. Not in a good mood, is he tonight? Okay, so tell us what happened. Hey, Mark. Mark. I don't know. That was more Did you hear that voice? I thought that was someone talking to Babbers. I didn't hear anything. Not, not I don't like to be rude to people, but gosh. I try to find the thing that. Uh, oh, um. You're a cocaine addict? No. Uh, no. Are you? I'm not. Okay, um. Fanny? No. Are you? I like to boss of lose. Oh. He's being bad. Here it is. I'm going to blow bubbles up your chuff. I can't believe I said that. Oh, that was a different Babcock. Had you been entered by someone else? No, I hadn't been in jail. I'm going to blow bubbles up your chuff. You'd be in right. bed. That's a scene at um, David's house. It is disgusting. Please get to the point of this, because we've got Rainbow George next, haven't we, George? Yeah. Go on, then. All right. I was walking home from the RIM meeting. Yes. And I How many RIMers this week? 
the usual four. <laughs> right. Um, I saw a cat, little cat. Yes. Walking down the road. Yes. And so I said, hello there, little fella. Right. Would you like a li- little stroke? Would you like a little stroke? I'm going to blow bubbles up your chuff. I didn't say that to the cat. I was disgusting. Right. Then the cat shot up my penis. What? It was a... <laughs> so many questions. One... For those that are slow amongst you, obviously it was a ghost cat. Oh. Right. Thank you, yes. So I'm there panicking because I'm only used to things going up my bum. I've never had something go up my penis. Okay. And I start to try to coax the cat out. God, right, yes. And so I'm... I'm... Yes? Clawing it clawing at my jennies. And I'm saying, Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. In my experience, if I want to get my cat out of the cupboard, I just shake some biscuits. I didn't have any of them. So... The police turn up and arrest me. Now, is that fair? Well, so... How... We've got recording from inside um, David's penis. Echoing. That's not even the worst bit. Right. There wasn't a real penis. It wasn't a real penis. It was a ghost penis. (laughs) No, it wasn't a real cat that went on my bum. But penis. Ah. Right. What? Okay. Can we just get to the point? Because now we've got we've got a lot of calls. So. Oh right. Well, basically, I end up in a cell with a guy who keeps repeating. The phrase "gonna bum you" and okay. uh, really oh, okay, okay. Clive, what do you think uh, David should do with a ghost cat in his penis? Um, uh, spur it out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Get rid of it. Get rid of it somehow. Can you have an exorcism on your dinkle? I tried with the hair kitty kitty. Okay, <laughs> just leave a bowl of food out by your balls. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock, hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Um, I'm assuming Dirk Benedict is up as a body. Yeah. If you missed it last night, first hour of the show was very, very funny, really weird. And it, we, what we learned, Dirk Benedict, face man from the A team, of course. Um, what we learned is he has no. John Dredge texted me earlier or messaged me. He has no concept of magic. Just didn't understand magic. Pete, we had Pete Heaton, who's a great magician, friend of the show, doing some amazing tricks, and Dirk would just go. Well, there's a guy with a fez there. He just didn't understand it. No. I loved it, though. It, it made him so borderline weird. angry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> he got angry that this guy was doing amazing... Why are you tricking me, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> it, was some, it was some hour. I, I'm really sorry, Kath, because I dominate. We, no, it's we, we, had, we had four guests in the studio. Me and Kath were sharing a microphone, which we've never done before. A bit like George and Paul as, as Lennon's taking the lead. Um, and I, uh, I kind of drove it, and I'm, I'm really no, sorry. No, it's all good. It was, yeah. No, there's no ego involved there. I, uh, 
I was thoroughly enjoying it. And someone said, are you releasing the Brighton podcast yet? No, I forgot to bring in the memory card. I'll try and send it to you tomorrow, but I've got to go to the vets and I've got, now I've got to go to Windsor and get the boys. So maybe, this, maybe it'll be early next week, but um, that's happening. Let's go to our, our friend Sharon. Good evening, Sharon. Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Sharon. What you got for us, Sharon? Well, I rang to um, say that we've booked your tickets, me and Craig, for Bath, but then I heard you talking to the other caller about Chris, and we didn't hear that one. Um, you said it wasn't on the podcast, so we've been listening to the podcast, me and Craig, every morning, every evening, so I didn't hear that. Oh, no, no that you weren't was, talking about Chris. That was Jonathan... Well, gosh, it gets so confusing, and George has disappeared now. Um, that was So Jonathan from Swansea, we've banned for really yeah. offensive call. And Chris from Port Talbot, we have asked not to call us for quite a while. Oh, so yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that on the podcast Had either. a real clear out <laughs> of, <laughs> of people <laughs> recently. What so are you doing we... not listening to the show live, Sharon? Because Craig likes to listen to it on podcast. Well, right. Craig, why doesn't Craig listen on podcast and you listen on it live? But here's the thing with the podcast. It's just like a highlights thing. It's not the whole thing. And sometimes there are brilliant bits that I can't put in. And also okay. sometimes there are conversations where I don't think it's fair to the person that it's there in perpetuity, if you know what I mean. Hey, Sharon, have you seen The Irish Man? Yes. Right, no spoilers, because I'm only... I've I, I watched an hour and a half of it, so I'm only about a quarter of the way through it. Uh... The CG, this is the Martin Scorsese film with De Niro, Pacino, um, Pesci, Pesky, and all the other people. Um, Everybody Loves Raymond is in it. Did you think the CGI where it makes them younger looks crap? Yeah. It's weird. It's rubbish. They look like um, people from PlayStation 3 games. They look like someone from L.A. Noir. It's... <laughs> Oh, Sorry, it's... I've got a test infection. <laughs> oh, coffee out, oh, might be a gold watch. But they look, they look awful. And also, there's a bit where I think Robert De Niro's supposed to be like 20 or something, but, cause, but he looks 50. You know the bit where he meets Joe Pesci for the first time and Pesci helps him fix his truck and Joe Pesci um, says, how you doing, kid? And I'm thinking, he's supposed to be a kid. He looks 50. It's, I, I think it's um. I silly. don't think I've watched the whole film. Oh, this was really... This is in the first 20 minutes. I've heard there's a rather slow fight scene that's supposed to be two oh, there's young a men. fight. Well, here's the problem, right? So, they're all in their 70s, and, OK, they've made the faces look a little bit smoother. That's it. But um, they still stand and walk and talk like old men. So they're all hunched. I mean, and De Niro's having this fight, and he's supposed to be, like, 30. But it's like if your granddad was having a fight. He can't walk properly. <laughs> Bloody awful. I mean, it's an OK film, but... Um, you should it... have left the CGI alone by the sounds of it. I think I'm going to have to watch it again because I've forgotten it. Jesus. Sharon, have you not got a life? <laughs> I work. Well, you're going to watch a four-hour film again. Well, what I was ringing up to say was yep. I rang you two weeks ago yes, and sir. you said you were going to email Luton Library. Oh, yeah. So I went on the website today, still no Luton. No, no. I can, so tell, you the, you, I can tell you the date, though. No, we're coming to Bath on the 9th of May. Well, you, but, as, as well as coming on to Bath on the 9th of May, yeah. you could also come to Luton Library Theatre yeah. on... The Saturday on the 19th of 
the Saturday, the 19th of September. Right, we'll be there as well. Hey! You know what, do you know what made me laugh when I booked the tickets? Yep. All the back seats are completely sold and all the front ones were available. Oh. Well, well, people are scared of um, uh, Catherine's sassability. <laughs> We've got B10 and 11, I think. Could I ask you from... to not come if you've got that cough, Sharon? Would that be acceptable? Because that's disgusting. I've got, an- I've got antibiotics. I'm all right. OK, all right, fine. But if, if that cough returns, I really would urge anybody who's got the lurgy... Uh, who is a flea bag? Who's the abdabs? Got the, any of the abdabs uh, known to man? Please don't come to our shows. You absolutely disgust me. I promise I won't. I'll be better by then. Sharon, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. And you both. Bye. Oh, she Bye. called me babe. No, she said and you both. She said babe. No, she didn't. She said no babe. She didn't. Pete, did she say babe or both? Uh, I think she did, babe, yeah. Thank you very much indeed. He's such a bum lick, of course he's going to say babe. He's not. He's an independent free thinker. <laughs> OK, this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to um, Pete, babe. Hello, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What you got for us, Pete? Well, I, I I still want to talk about Piccadilly Circus. So this is the Call of Duty game, the um, Sunday night, Call of Duty night, uh, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, I invite all of the hashtag TLNA posse, that's you, to come and join us. You can play in the game if you want. Uh, we have cross-play, so if you've got the game, you can play, or you can come and watch and shout abuse at people. Pete will be joining us for the first time and, and will be awful. Do it, we do it well, about you, seven or eight o'clock. I, I killed like three that. people today, so... OK, mate, how did you get on in the game, though? Um, <laughs> and you have played... You started playing Call of Duty. Uh, here's the thing, right? The multiplayer game, wonderful. It's a masterpiece. The mm. gunfight level, the free... For, it's wonderful. Some great levels. It's a real joy. The single-player game, I think, is particularly unpleasant Several bits. You've not even got to the bit with the baby yet, Pete. No, no, no I haven't. You haven't. Um, but go on, pick the Piccadilly Circus, which I think is like the f- second or third level, isn't it? It pops up quite early. Pretty much. I mean, it, it, yeah, they show you it very early. They show you a suicide bomber stepping out into Piccadilly Circus, and then yeah, it's about a, an, I think there's a level, and then you could you, you're there. Yeah, I'd seen I'd seen so I'd seen you playing it. Yeah, um, and I'd kind of got oh, this is a bit this yeah. is a bit much this, okay. but. You know, because because I wasn't playing it because it was on screen, you know, I was able to take a step back from it. Go well, you know, the, it's it's a close recreation, but all all the kind of obviously all the shop signs and things are different because, you know, legal reasons. Legal reasons. Um, but then, yeah, actually playing it today, I I feel genuinely a bit sick afterwards. Afterwards, With, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. We're grown-ups, right? And we can have a grown-up discussion about this and yeah, there'll be people yeah. listening who are going to... Who are going to what I'm about to say, they're going to hear something different, OK? But I know that you'll hear what I'm saying, Pete, and I know that Catherine will hear what mm. I'm saying. It, 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 so for those who don't know, it's, it's, it's a war game. You run around, you're a soldier, you've got machine guns, and th- this scene is set on Piccadilly Circus. There is a terrorist incident in place. There is a, a couple of suicide bombers. You have to run around Piccadilly Circus. They're, they're killing police officers. You have to shoot the terrorists. That's the, that's That's the level. It's only a short level, but it, it's a pretty accurate reconstruction of, yeah. of Piccadilly Circus. Police, there's ambulance people running yeah. around. It. Do you yeah. feel? Di- do you think you feel different playing it? I, I played it like four weeks ago. Do you think you mm-hmm. feel slightly different playing it after 
the awful attack on London Bridge last week? Or does that I, does that not factor into it at all? I don't think that factored into okay. it. I think it. I think it, it's an uncomfortable play, regardless. Yeah. You know, because as, and, you know, yes, there was one recently, but there's, there's, you know, it's not like we're we're not used to them yeah. in a sense over here. Um, and you know, it, it's difficult because it, it is it's a thing of familiarity. You know, I I live in London. I I've been to Piccadilly Circus a lot of times. I imagine you know so many games set in New York and things. I'm, I'm sure they get that exact thing there, you know. Um, and I know there's other levels in this game which are based on other capital cities, I think, aren't there? I think um, it's the thing of the, of the suicide bomber. Because yeah. I play a multiplayer version of the game now where we all run around and shoot each other in Piccadilly Circus. That doesn't have... That, that I can laugh at and I can have fun at because uh, it's, it's mates or strangers running around and shooting each other. For me, it's the yeah, suicide I, bomber is, I, is the thing that makes it... And the police being shot that um, makes it very uncomfortable. I, I still felt a little... I mean, I imagine, you know, as I play more of it, that will wear off in the multiplayer. But, yeah, I mean, in, even in the multiplayer initially, I, I felt a bit weird, I would say. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I, as I say, I'm sure that will kind of desensitised, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or not, I, I don't know. Um, I think they put it in there, they, and I'm surprised there hasn't been more of it, to create the controversy so that, you know, the Daily Mail goes, have you seen this I sick filth? because so, it's not the first time. No. I think, I think was there an airport level or something? I, I seem to there remember... There was an in... airport level where you had to kill uh, innocent bystanders. Or yeah, you weren't punished it's the first one I've played, but I remember reading... About I, it. Personally, I just don't think it's a very good game this time. The multiplayer, as I say, is phenomenal. The solo player I found really dull. And there's, there's that bit, there's a bit with a baby, there's a couple of other bits that are there just mm -hmm. so you go, oh, isn't this? Oh, look at this. Oh, forget your Grand Theft Autos. This is a lot more risky. <laughs> and I just think it's um, I think it's unnecessary, man. Yeah, it, it's edgy for edgy's sake, isn't it? And I, I think, you know, if it was 10 years ago in the sort of PlayStation 3 era graphics... It would, again, it would be slightly easier to stomach because we're now a leap forward in in the technical aspect. So it, it looks not quite realistic, but realistic enough that when it's moving quickly, you're there. Yeah. I mean, this all boils down to one very simple thing, um, and that is on Sunday night you're going to get your little body spanked in front of a, a, a crowd of several hundred people watching you online. Your your little, your your belt will be loosened, your trousers will be pulled down, your pants will be pulled down, Pete, and your little bot-bot's going to get a spank-spank. You know what? Come come March, Dolan and Dre aren't going to be talking to me like this. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's fighting talk! That is fighting talk! Oh, I cut him off. I cut that scumbag off. Well, maybe he can phone their programme yes. and complain about it. Yes, maybe he can. Oh, but it's pre-recorded, so you can't. Yeah. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm trying to think of... I, I, I am quite enjoying The Irishman. I was being a little bit harsh. I do think the CGI is not anywhere near as good as we were led to it sounds believe. like it's a distraction. It is, because I'm just looking at it. And also, I'm trying to work out how old they're supposed to be. But De Niro's great, in it? So is it so bad they look like sort of Sims? Yeah, not quite like that. I was talking to Scott, my friend Scott, we had a little chat about it. The mouths, you can see the mouths. The mouths and the eyes have it. That's where it's really 
it is like a PlayStation 4 character. You're yeah. like, okay, it's good, but it's not good enough. But it's quite it's quite a good film. But but everyone, I don't really know Scorsese's work that well. I've never seen Gangs of New York or Casino or anything like that. Um, I like those films. I, I think I'd like Casino, but I also feel like I'm watching Casino and Gangs of New York watching this. A lot of people said, well, he's just he's just making the well, same film over and over again. Well, Gangs of New York was more of a period thing, but the rest of them are, yeah. But, you know. Oh, the, the rest of them are, you disrespect me! You disrespect me! I'll show you respect, all that. Yeah. It's and then that. the wife's going, no, why can't I have a smoke? What's the matter with you? I finally got, and I've not, I, I just opened the package today and I've not checked to see if there's any extras on there. But I finally got the Mr. Rogers documentary Blu-ray oh, from nice. the States. Oh, shit, Blu-rays are region locked. Are they? Yeah. I wonder if it'll work on my PlayStation. I'll check. It might not work, actually. But, um, yeah, Blu-rays are region locked. Anyway, well, we'll see. But there, hopefully there's some extras on there. But you watched the yeah. amazing Jonathan documentary, documentary yeah, today. today that I saw a couple of weeks ago with it, my big sis. It's just uh, become available on Sky Cinema. Mm. Or Sky Store, rather. And um, your mind up, please. Consistency is what we want. Sky Store, you know, where, the one you, where you have to buy it. Uncle Dre would never get something like that wrong. Let's not. So I watched that film and that is some film. It's got it's got so many twists and I don't really know exactly what I saw still. It's it's you don't believe a lot of it. Again, we're treading very carefully. There are two amazing Jonathan documentaries. There's the one where we I can't remember what it's called, and I apologise. There's one on YouTube that's free and is great. And mm-hmm. I think you should watch that, Catherine. They're two different stories. Filmed around the same time, but two completely different stories. From what you've said to me, the first, the one that we... The one on YouTube and we had the director on the show. Is more of a biography. Yeah, biography and focusing on something very specific in his recent history. Okay, and this one is more about kind of a battle of wits between him and the documentary maker. It's about lying, it's about... Appearance of reality, illusion. ...being believed, it's about scamming, it's about drugs, it's about... It's great. Death. Yeah. it's uh, But you don't believe a lot of what you saw in that film. I think that the main message of that film was to question everything. And Mm. just when you think you've got a handle on what's going on, then something else happens, and then something else happens. So I think I need to watch it again... But it's certainly one of those films where I'm going to think about it a lot. What was interesting, and this isn't... I've got, we will say this carefully. James, I'll come to you in a second because I don't want to give away anything that happens in the film. But uh, uh, the, 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 when I saw the film, they had a and a afterwards with Louis Theroux, the director, and the producer. Uh-huh. And the producer said there's a real problem at the moment in that because of Netflix and Amazon Prime... Documentaries are big, right? Everyone's making documentaries. And he says... He says it in the film, doesn't he? Right, he says so many times he's got two, three, four people coming to him pitching the same documentary because they all want to get in on the action. And he Mm -hmm. says he has to be so careful as a producer now, if he's going to invest in a documentary, he has to make sure that there's nobody else involved who's also sniffing around that story. And Netflix has, has done that. Well, this documentary is certainly one of a kind. No one's going to do that one. Um, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, James. Hello, good evening. How are you both? Um, all right. Feeling very tired. Um, looking for the builders. 
is their last day tomorrow, then I'll have my main bathroom ready, which is great. I'm looking hey. forward to a bath on Saturday night. Looking forward to having a tidy house once I've cleaned up. Feeling very tired, a little bit Builders teary. take it out of you. Sorry? Builders take it out of you. They're Jeez. exhausting. Even though you're doing nothing, oh, so sitting stressful. on the sofa, it's exhausting just having them around. It's so... I, you can't relax. And, and they also... They're, they're really nice guys, but I feel terrible because they come in at eight and let themselves in and I get up about 11 and they're, they're drilling right next door to me, but I can sleep through it. Yeah. But because I'm not feeling great... Um, uh, because I'm not feeling... I've just been told I can watch the, the, the Mr. Won't You Be My Neighbour... Oh, Blu-ray. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, because I'm not feeling great, I'll get up about 11, then I'll go back to bed about 2. And actually, who cares what they think? I'm, I'm, I'm earning enough to pay them, so it doesn't matter. But I still think, oh, God, this must look awful, this lonely, you know, guy just getting up for three hours, playing with his cats and then going back to bed. And you yeah. can't relax. And I stressed about my cats as well, because you don't want them jumping around the builders. Or no, them. I mean, mine are to, indoor cats as well, so... I I've had to keep the out. kittens in the living room. Lucky Although they is, have made their mark on the building work, haven't they? Oh, they've put paw prints on the concrete. Lucky is not... Hey. I'm not really seeing much of her. Mucky is... It's, it, I don't know. I just want it done. But then they're going to finish that tomorrow, then they're going to come back in a week to do the ensuite. I said, how long will that take? He said, four days. I'm thinking, oh, man, four days. Please. It won't. It, it won't. never does. It won't. It won't. Anyway, James, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I was just calling regarding the Irishman, even though there was no Irishman in it. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I was at the premiere a month or two ago. Oh, yes. Um, Got a bit starstruck when Al Pacino started signing stuff, and all I could think of Kat's impression of him, in his face, face, I just went, Al, hoo-ha! Oh, no! You did did not. You did not. I did. (laughs) James, and what did he say? He just said, He's just a, he's a mumbler now. That was, I don't know how I don't on, know how he did it together. For did the you film. meet Al Pacino? Yeah, second, third time I've met him actually. Whoa! Yeah. Jay, I thought I thought I thought you only stalked us. You stalked <laughs> diminutive, <laughs> bankrupt Italian American actors. Um, well, hang, well, and, and you didn't do a hoo ha to him. I did in his oh, face. Shit. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And he had a ponytail that was held on by. Sticking plasters by the looks of it at the back. It's really interesting. Uh, well, and the ponytail, of course, is to cover the bald spot on the top of the head, one would I- I- imagine. <laughs> or maybe the whole thing was a wig. I do he... love him, though. Oh, he's, I mean, he's brilliant. <laughs> and he's great in this. He's okay. He's got a funny haircut in it. The, what is, I wanted to say is his hair in this CGI as well, because it doesn't make. It just defies all sense of physics. <laughs> There's no sideburns. It looks like a. Like There's a no hump, sideburns, like a, and it like kind of goes up at the side, and then it's. Sort of slip back, but in a way that just I can't not natural comprehend. So I mean, uh, the, the CGI held up pretty well at the cinema, to be honest. Except they just look like old men, and Al Pacino talks like an old black man now. He does talk like a very old. Well, and, if you watch an American film from the seventies with an old black man in, that's Al Pacino's voice now. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And so right. when he's a young man, and having known him do films when he was younger, he doesn't sound like young Pacino being young Pacino. And no, it's weird. They should. This is what they should have done. For when they're being younger than themselves, they've got the same old voices. When they're being younger than themselves, they should have filmed those. They should have done those scenes ever so slightly slower in terms of movement, just so they can then speed the film up, just a click, just a click, so then the movements are normal speed and the voices just go up 
slight semitone. There are enough young actors who can do more than hoo-ha, right? Yeah. Who could do a passable impersonation of both of those actors and would be better than what sounds like flipping robo-gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're not short sure of them, so I think you know Godfather's worked like that. You know they had different actors playing yeah. different generations. They could have done that easily. Yeah. And I tell you what, it, it, three and a half hours in the cinema with no we is a that was oh, a try. I've I've watched an hour and twenty minutes and I've I've paused it eight times already. So um, right. I'm there, James. Oh, listen, I've got to move on. I'm late. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio.